Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a man who uh, is, is, you know, doing his duty to give back to the world of football. He is volunteering as a high school coach, uh, and his team picked up a big win last night. But the story from that game is the verbal onslaught he gave an official uh, at the high school level. I present to you Brady Quinn. Thank you. Thank you for that warm introduction and uh, completely lying about it. It wasn't a verbal <laughs> onslaught. We just had a disagreement, and I was trying to get the guy to uh, officiate the actual rules and uh, not just be there for you know, the, the love of the game, ham sandwich, whatever he was getting paid for. I, mean, I don't care about that, but that's all I'm asking. But, yes, we did, we did get the win. Uh, the, the players were great. Coaches were great. It was, uh, it was good. It was good. It was, it, it, was, it was a good night. I'll put it that way. Well, I, I do think that uh, regardless of how the uh, back and forth went with the official, it probably went a little bit better than uh, what happened for uh, Russell Westbrook last night. So the uh, Washington Wizards, uh, by the way, it still bothers me they're not the Washington Bullets, and I know and I know why they changed the name. So so everybody don't get you know don't get all offended. I yeah I get it I get it I understand why they changed the name, but there was something about the Washington Bullets back in the day and those jerseys. Like I don't oh, yeah. know what it was. Like I just it still bothers. Me, but we got the thank you. Uh, we got the wish, by the way. Well, I mean, has, common sense would tell you if, if that is if, if, if the name of a team in that case being the Bullets has any correlation with what is happening outside the basketball arena. I don't know how you make that decision or determination, but it's it's a bit absurd to to jump to well, this is the reason for a crime or the, you know these things. It's because they're called the Washington Bullets. Like, it's like come on, 
By the way, has any uh, has any city had more issues with their team names than Washington? <laughs> No, I, I mean, and there's probably yeah. a reason for that. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, so here's how it goes. So Russell Westbrook exits the game. He r- turns his ankle, rolls his ankle, suffers the injury. Washington is getting blown out by Philadelphia, and as he's walking off the court. A fan dumps popcorn on him, okay, which is, I mean, popcorn, I mean, it's got to be one of the top five, top ten snacks of all time, correct? I mean, if we're, if we're ranking Sure, time, I'm not a I snack mean, guy. I don't snack, no. but uh, that might be your thing. All right, but but I'm just saying, like, if you want to if you want to munch on something, popcorn's got to be top five. I mean, sure, be yeah, if, five, if you're into 10. that, you know, I would yeah. say popcorn top five might be top three. I mean, you're more of a caviar guy, and I get it. Listen, no, I'm not trying I, to I don't snack. You know, I definitely don't do caviar. Yeah, but. I'm not tr- not trying to judge here. I mean, you know, only the finer things for Brady Quinn uh, behind caviar. the gated community. I, I've never even had caviar. Uh, listen, I, mean, I haven't either. I think the only time I've seen it was when I was in Thousand Oaks, California. Right. So, yes. Yeah. 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 Go, go. You know, come into my neck of the woods. You know, but but you know, bring a bulletproof vest. All right, because I'm from the mean streets. All right, we don't mess around. All right, mean streets of Thousand Oaks, California, for you, Brady Quinn. Uh, but Russell Westbrook walks off the floor, hurt his ankle, fan dumps popcorn on him. Uh, pretty disrespectful. Uh, Russell Westbrook was not happy about it, uh, was trying to get after the fan, uh, was really, really worked up about it. And here was Russ talking about the situation after the game. I was leaving out, and then I just seen so, popcorn on top of my head, you know. And to be blatantly honest, man, is getting out of hand, uh, especially for me. Um, just... The amount of disrespect, the amount of just fans just doing whatever the to get food thrown on top of me, um, it's just really. Um, and if I, unfortunately, you know, I couldn't get to the stands, but I just don't, I just don't take that lightly, man. I don't. I, to me, it happens to me a lot of times, and you know, obviously, I've, I've learned to kind of look the other way. But after a certain extent, you can't just keep looking the other way. Uh, there has to be some penalties or something to put in place where fans can't just come to the games and do and say as they please because they wouldn't do that anywhere else in the other setting and I'm sick and tired of it honestly. Like I said as a player and obviously if you're a good player and people want to bash you for whatever reason that is I don't mind it. I don't mind the trash talk of you know whether it's Westbrook suck, Westbrook you can't shoot, Westbrook you can't do that. That's all great. But once you cross the line you start mentioning families, you start mentioning derogatory things, you start to pour popcorn and all that like to me it's crossing the line and that's where it has to stop. Alright, so Russell Westbrook not happy. Yeah. Now um Charles Barkley was on TNT saying afterwards that uh, he thinks you should be allowed uh, to go up in the stands and fight one fan a game. Um, so Ernie Johnson had to correct him and say, well, you know, I, you know we're, we, we are a broadcast partner with the NBA. I don't know that we want to, want to do that. <laughs> I love Charles. So he's the best. He's and the best. So, and so they, um, so, so they, you know, he corrected himself and said, all right, well, why don't we, well, you know, do the old Chuck Woolery, come on down. You march him out to center court, and then you see if he wants to have that same reaction. We talked to Frank Isola about this, you know, just the issues with this stuff happening. I mean, it, it does seem to happen these altercations with fans do seem to happen a lot with russell westbrook regardless i i've never understood the appeal in wanting to go that route with an athlete 
I, I, I don't, I don't, I just, I've even like back, you know, being a, a, a total fan, rooting for my team, rooting against an opponent. I never thought to myself, hey man, let me just go ahead and dump something on some guy as he's walking off the floor, or off the court, or off the ice, or off the field, or wherever. I don't get it. Uh, you, you've probably encountered stuff like this you know, much more than I'll ever know of, but I never have understood the appeal of any of this. I don't. I really don't get it. Strange. So I, I don't understand the the appeal, uh, but I, I can. I mean, look. I remember being a, a young fan in stands and, and hearing people want to heckle the players, whether it was from the opposing team or even if things weren't going well, yelling at their own players. Like, I, I remember that. Yes. And and I do think there's this sense of, well, we buy a ticket, and so once we come to this game, we're, we're allowed to do that. You know, because we've bought this seat, or we've got season tickets, and, 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 you know, we're not paying to watch this product if it's a home team, or, you know, that, that's what we're doing. That's, that's part of our job as a 12th man, you know, for example, in football, or whatever the case is in basketball. Like, that's part of our job, is, is it's home court advantage. We, we're there to heckle these guys and say these things. But I do think there is a line. You know, when you start making it personal, when you start saying those sorts of things, you kind of open up the can to whatever scenarios play out, play out. And I'm not going to go as far as saying <clears throat> these players should be able to, to run up in the stands and fight one fan. Now, I will say, if that arena can get that one fan, and, and as we talked about with Frank Isola, I would love, love for them to then have the opportunity to be put in a room one-on-one with that player. And, and you know, he said, give him a box of popcorn. Forget that. Just have two chairs, set them down, and then you can literally say, hey, how do you want this to go? Because it, it does need to come to a point where, like, the arena can punish them and all that. It's not going to deter someone from having one too many drinks and doing something like that. Like, there, there need to be repercussions in life for your actions. And suspending them from never coming back, okay. You know, maybe other fans who, you know, have that thought in their head will think, well, I'd like to come back here again. I don't want to be suspended for the rest of my life or have my tickets revoked. But I'm not sure that's the, the, the most punishment you should get. You know, maybe there's, there's some more, you know, legal effects that, that need to take place or some, you know, I don't, I'm not saying a lawsuit, but they, maybe they need to be charged with like a misdemeanor or something, you know, for doing something like this. Because it is, it is going to get out of hand. And especially when you've got a player, A, who's in the playoffs, you know, he's worked the entire season for this opportunity. He just hurt his ankle. He's frustrated. He's ticked off. The game's not going the way they want to. Then you add some poor popcorn on top of it. That's a recipe for disaster. I mean, that, that, that's a recipe for like what we saw. I'm not saying necessarily with the Pistons, but something where you got a guy who wants to run into the fan and take someone's head off, or it stands and take someone's head off. So that, that, that's the reality of, I, I think, where we're going. And someone's got to intervene to not allow the, not allow a fan to, to do something like that. Saying certain things, okay. But if you're sitting on the, on the court side or you're somewhere close and you want to say something like that to another man about his family, his children, his wife, whatever else, I, I, deserve, I, I feel like that person deserves to get smacked in the face if it comes to that. Like, I'm just sorry. It's disrespectful. There's no room for it in any sport whatsoever. And if you're upset by it by a fan because you think you have a right because you think you pay these guys paychecks, you're wrong. That's not how the structure is. Ticket sales and revenues and all that stuff doesn't go to these guys' these guys' contracts. The owners sign that contract, man. The TV money's way bigger than anything you bring in as a fan. 
Yeah, I, I uh, and and look, you could uh, see. I thought about this. Every stadium has a jail, correct? Like I'm almost positive every stadium has got. Some I don't know that they've, they've got fans. an actual jail with well, bars and all that. I mean, they've probably got like a cooling off room or like a drunk tank. You know, right, well, well, something right, that well, you maybe, may be more more in touch with than, well, than well, I would listen, it. It, Well, listen, I, I've never been uh, kicked out of a game uh, for any reason, but if you have a jail inside the stadium, maybe you put it directly next to that locker room so that the players get to walk by said fan that was shooting his mouth off or throwing popcorn on somebody, and then we can see how we feel about things uh, uh, from, from there on out. Uh, that being said, I mean, it could have been worse. You know, we, it could have been Cheetos. It could have been uh, nacho cheese. Nacho uh, cheese would have been bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah nacho yeah. cheese would have been bad. It could have been a soda. You know, a soda is very sticky. Yeah, uh, sticky. You get that, yeah, you get all the sugar on you. Ugh. Beer beer isn't as sticky, uh, but it's still... Well, no, it's got more... That, that, I mean, it's actually probably a little cleaner. It's got a little alcohol in it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and so I, I feel like that would have been a little more sanitary. But it got me to thinking, like, what would have been... Like, like, like if you could have gotten dumped with anything at a mayonnaise. sporting event, like a concession. Mayonnaise, that would, mayonnaise, so mayonnaise or mustard would be, like, my nightmare. That would be my nightmare. I, all right, so so mayonnaise would be the worst, also because the jokes or would mustard. be endless. Yeah, the joke, the mayonnaise jokes. I mean, you could do a lot with a mayonnaise joke, uh, which we will not do here. But uh, yeah, must I think mustard would would be the worst. Oh, the nacho smell! Cheese. It's going to stain whatever. Yeah, I mean, yep. it's, oh, 100%. yeah 100%. Uh, nacho cheese. Yeah, hundred percent. Nacho cheese. People eat mustard. What's wrong with you? Oh, you don't. You're not are, a mustard. Or getting guy? hit by batteries. That's, that'll be pretty bad too. Yeah, no, so yeah. I'll tell you this much. <laughs> yeah, I remember freshman year playing at Boston College. No crap, man. Triple A, double A batteries. Like they told us too. They're like, hey, keep your helmet on. These kids in Boston are gonna throw batteries at you. And you would just hear clink, clink. When we were when we used to be at Purdue, I remember they used to throw pennies. And you would the same thing. you because the oh, fans man. are right up on the sidelines. And you, you used to always know I gotta wear my helmet. They're they're so you're like clink, clink, clink. Clink. That, and you got some that was, kid ten rows back just acing you with, with pennies the whole day. And and by the way, it, it rings in your head. Like, it rings in your ear. Nah, I remember really. a coach. Well, not I remember really. a coach, uh, high school football during practice. Oh, if, we if, we were far, if we were farting around, he would take his keys and whip us on the back of the helmet, and that would ring a little bit. Like that would that would ring our ears a little bit, you know, inside. But again, we didn't have the fancy equipment because I grew up uh, in the in the poor side of town. You know, right. you, uh, but you it, guys that, that that trust me, that doesn't ring the same way uh, getting hit does. Listen, man, you you, don't, you never play the game. You don't know what it's oh, like, right, man. Right, you don't, you right. don't know what it's like at the high school yep. level uh, in, in the, on the Mead Streets of Thousand Oaks. But that being batteries. said, what a move! Batteries, I know it is. It is. It is. And look, when if a battery goes dead and it, it's no longer of use, I mean, you got to do <laughs> something go. with it, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You should throw it at professional athletes. Although, I mean, what, what, like, like no one's doing that at a basketball game. Like, no. I, I feel like those that only happens at sports where, like, it's like football, baseball. You get a little more protection both ways: the person throwing it and the person who's actually getting hit by it. Uh, let's go live to our I have thrown objects at athletes insider Roberto for the latest. Roberto, what have you thrown at an athlete besides a syringe at Barry Bonds? Batteries. You've thrown a battery at an athlete. Yeah, from the left field what? pavilion. <laughs> Who'd you throw that? Uh, some guy walking to the bullpen, I believe it was. <laughs> You're unbelievable. You are Roberto, unbelievable. and I say this with all due respect, that guy should have every opportunity to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, like, I, I, I say that with all due respect. Oh, I, I agree, but I probably wouldn't have felt anything because I was 
hammered. <laughs> you're right. You're mangled. Yeah. You're mangled. You would the uh, next yeah, day. I promise you that. But, but you were sober when you packed the batteries in oh, your pocket. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's just walk what, around with dead batteries. What, what, no, he, because he was trying to listen to Vin Scully on his exactly, Walkman. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he needed extra batteries extra battery. just in case something happened. You know, oh, I mean, we man. all make mistakes. Yeah. It's oh, tough. But pretty I'm, good I'm use of a Radio Shack battery card back in the that day. That was the old me, though. Right. That was the old me. All right. Let, let's have the discussion. That, that was before here. his wife turned his life around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, let, yeah, let, let's have the discussion here. <laughs> worst worst stadium condiment that you could have thrown on you or the one that you could tolerate the most. I'm going to go with popcorn that I could tolerate the most, and mustard would be the worst uh, if, if we're Ooh. talking about condiments. Brady, uh, where do you stand on, uh, on, on one we'd be most tolerable and one that would be less tolerable? Oh, mine's easy. Cracker Jacks, because I would A – one, probably eat a couple, and then two, hope that the prize fell out of the box, too, so I get to keep that. All right, so Cracker Jacks, and then uh, mustard is your is your w- worst, or mayonnaise? I don't know. It's a tie. I, I just think <laughs> if you eat either of those two, you're disgusting. Okay, okay that's, that's all I have to say good. about that. Uh, Danny, what, yeah. what is your uh, best and worst uh, condiment to be thrown on you if you were an athlete? Uh, best, I would say nacho cheese, because, man, that's good. You could dip anything into that, and it makes it better. Go to the yeah, mo- you- Next time you go to the movies... I mean, everybody gets the movie popcorn, but get a side of the oh, hot I do that nacho all the time. cheese. I do that all the time. Dip the popcorn in yeah. the nacho cheese. And I get cheese. jalapenos too. Veteran move. Yeah. So yeah. that that wouldn't bother me. Say, say hi to diabetes 15 <laughs> minutes later as well, too. Oh, I already have diabetes. Uh, <laughs> no biggie. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. You're diabetic. Uh, okay. <laughs> is that a HIPAA okay. violation? We're all going to end up the same place. Yeah. So no biggie. Hey, is that a HIPAA violation? <laughs> Another use for his batteries. Um, okay, so I would say the worst thing would be relish Cause, oh cause that's a good one yeah just the yes. smell just yeah. the rank God, smell that's solid. of that you're yeah. right yeah you're right that's a good one yeah yeah relish it relish is nasty man and you know I, the I, handle I, where they churn it out onto the no, dog oh man yeah. and you, you, now you got me thinking sauerkraut too yes sauerkraut's another one as well because because i don't want to i don't want to smell like crotch rot and and sauerkraut <laughs> smells like crotch rot uh and, and i i just have no interest in that uh eddie garcia do you have a best and worst condiment to be thrown on you if you were an athlete one you could tolerate, one you absolutely couldn't tolerate? Uh, yeah, I think the popcorn or the Cracker Jacks are pretty easy one because that's not going to really – it's going to be easy to clean off. And, and I, I think pickles are one of the most disgusting things ever. So, <laughs> yeah. so relish, relish would be – would be in the in the fix too, but I have I have a story if you want it, but it's it's really bad. I, which I know when I say that you're gonna want. Obviously yeah, you want gotta it. say yeah. it now. Uh, no. I I used to I used to broadcast minor league hockey, and and there are some insane minor league hockey stories. But the wor- this was this was so awful. The Fresno Falcons were hosting the Anchorage Aces, and this guy, um, a fan. He dumped something on the opposing coach's head. Oh. It was a like 32 ounce cup of chewing tobacco spit. Oh, oh no! Wow. Like, he had been working on it like the, from the start of the yeah. game, like the third period. And that is, man, yeah. that is just. Well, hold on. What did the coach do or the manager? I, it, I'm, I'm shocked the players didn't all jump over the 
glass and they probably didn't like the coach. I'm surprised they didn't stab him with their ice skate, man. I like, mean, that's, well, he, that's... Well, he just reached over, dumped it, and then took off. I mean, he didn't stick around to coward. You know, that is but, uh, coward. Disgusting. They if you're going to make threw, that move, you stay around to see the fireworks they hold, afterwards. They fired off their water. They were chucking their water bottles at him as he was running oh, come away, on. and uh, uh, but they didn't. You know, they didn't jump up in the seats and, to go and, after. And him. Eddie, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was before the invention of of uh, tobacco pouches. So you got all of the spin. It, all of the goo, everything that comes along with it. It was probably like a Copenhagen or a Kodiak. So you had all. Oh, yeah. oh my god, Kodiak that's just long nasty. cut. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah, that I is mean nasty. that that's uh, a little know, red man. Uh, other than like some bodily fluids or something, that that's really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. By, just, and by the way, if, if you're the guy who did that and you're listening right now, you're an a hole. <laughs> all right, retroactive. Uh, you are an a hole. That is that is I, I don't so even foul, think they like. Sus- I don't even think they like banned him for life. I think they just kicked him out of the game. Like because <laughs> oh, they might. League hockey, they don't. They want the money, man. If you're going to come back the next night, oh, of course, you're coming into the third style. Oh, yeah, are you they, kidding they need, me? They need whatever they can get. Yeah, any anything they can get, any sort of revenue they can get. <laughs> uh, they they probably had a roll of dip waiting for them the next time he came back. Hey, oh, we'll yeah. give this to you for fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dub is Dub with us in uh, Nashville. Dub, if you got to pick a best or worst condiment to get dumped on your head as an athlete, what would it be? Well, I think the best is. Obvious. I think the popcorn or Cracker Jack combo is is no big deal, but the mustard I think is the worst because I feel like it would almost like stain your skin if it stayed on long enough. Yes, like, I it'd agree. Be hard Gosh. to get off. Like you look disgusting a little yellow condiment. for a couple days. You ever you ever had it in, in your like your fingernails like yeah. on, on the corners oh, of your yeah. fingers? Yeah. It's tough to get out, it, man. man. I'm it telling sticks you. around. Ugh. Yeah, it's like. It's like working on uh, on clay, you know, like in the movie Ghost when they're making those, uh, you know, the, the, the clay stuff. Like, you th- how do you, you talk to them a long time? That guy, he was dead. Swayze was dead in that movie, and I'm telling you, he probably still had clay in his, uh, you know, in his hands, in his fingernails, Brady. So I'm telling you, mustard's a bad go. Is, bad is go that, all the is way that like the beginning of a love scene, if I'm not mistaken? It is. Yeah, I believe yeah. they made love all after right. that. I'm uh, just making sure I remember that all. Patrick little, Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg's in that. Yeah, yeah, very, uh, very, very bizarre movie. Now that you think about it. Uh, all right, yeah, Brady Quinn, Jonas, <laughs> Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here. This is Outkick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, coming up next, uh, we had uh, somebody, a legend, a Hall of Famer, has called it a career. We will get to that next here. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox in for Clay. Outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We had a farewell, a farewell yesterday in the world of sports, a legend. Adam Vinatieri, while appearing on the Pat McAfee show, announced he is retiring from the NFL. Here's the sound. Should we just make it real? Should we just say, hey, we're done? We're riding off into the sunset? I mean, is that is do you want it to be live on your show that Vinny's officially done? Is that what you want? I don't want that, but if it's gonna happen, happy it's happening. <laughs> yeah. I would like that to be known. So I don't feel obligated, don't feel feel forced. Put it this way. Hey, let me see. Today is what, Wednesday. By Friday, if paperwork goes in, you hear it you heard it here first. So there it is. Adam Vinatieri uh, is done 24 seasons in the NFL. Hall of Famer, correct? No doubt. I mean, I I would think, uh, I don't know how many kickers are considered first ballot, but he would fall right into that category in my mind, at least as a kicker. And I think you know my feelings on on kickers, right? Um, Yeah, you love them. Well, I was going to say when they make their kicks, okay? Uh, I'm as hard as anyone on them, but... There was, after this, uh, after this kind of hit the, the airwaves, there was an interesting reaction from one of the teams that Vinatieri played on, and that was the Colts. The Colts tried to take that first-mover advantage of like having him, re- quote-unquote, being retired as, as a Colt. Like, 
like the three Super Bowls he won with the Patriots were more significant <laughs> than the one he won with the Colts later on. But it was such a Jim Ursay move, like trying to be like, oh, one of the all-time greats is retiring. He's retiring and going to be most remembered as a Colt. Now, I don't know how many people feel that way. I sure don't. I think if you think of Adam Vinatieri, you think of the run that the Pats went on in the early 2000s, the clutch Super Bowls, in particular Super Bowl to be the greatest show on turf, only because I believe the Patriots were one of the biggest underdogs in, in Super Bowl history yeah. going back to that, that matchup versus, uh, versus the St. Louis Rams and the greatest show on turf. So that win, that kick, everything that came with it was so legendary in that regard, but that kind of started that run. Well, let's be honest. He's not a Hall of Famer if he doesn't hit that kick. No. Like, I mean, that, kickers sorry. have to be able to make those clutch kicks to be, be able to go in. Yeah, so he, he hit that one, and then also he hit the you know game winner, I guess you would call it, against Carolina as well, too. Um, although, you know, part of that can go to John Casey, who uh, kicked the ball out of bounds on the uh, you know the, the previous kickoff. You know, so New England got good field position. But again, I, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and, uh, you know, split hairs, Brady Quinn. Just just simply uh, talking some football knowledge here, just some special teams football knowledge here on Fox Sports Radio. Well, do you know do. where Vinatieri first started his career? Um, I, God, I do know this and I can't think of it right now. Um, well, we're not going to waste the, the radio airtime. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. He actually started with the Amsterdam Admirals in 95, That's which right. was a part of then the, the World League of American World Football, League. but yes. was later named the NFL, NFL Europe. Yeah. Because That's actually start- where he started. You want to know it's crazy. So he actually he kicked 14 years in Indianapolis and 10 years in New England. When he left the Patriots, he was 33. <laughs> like it, I swear, that just and when you actually put it into context and you go, wait a second, so that guy's going to kick 14 more years? He's 48 years old. Um, he and, and look, the, you, it's not surprising this happened just based on the fact that. This when they moved the extra point back. Remember, he had right. he had an issue with it for whatever well, reason, and he just he couldn't hit extra points, and he was missing a bunch in a row. So much so that there was a report that he was contemplating retiring. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's so. So the reason why I bring up the whole New England Colts thing, and because the PAT that that affected everyone. You know, they moved back. There's a lot of other kickers that impacted. I think it even made as as much as it made PATs harder. I think it made field goals harder. You know, it almost made it like you had no gimmies. Those yeah. guys couldn't go out there, you know, punch a PAT through the uprights and get some confidence. It's almost like you're having a bad shooting night in basketball. You get fouled, you go to the free throw line, you see a couple baskets go through, and you're going, okay, now I feel like I can hit this shot a mid-range, three-point or whatever. Um, but the reason why I asked that about the Pats versus the Colts, because he played longer with the Colts. Even though he only won one Super Bowl. Yeah. He was, I think, like a three-time Super Bowl, or excuse me, a three-time Pro Bowler. But that came with the Patriots. And when he was a, uh, all pro, two of those three came with the Patriots. So, um, you know, in my opinion, he's a Hall of Fame player yes. because of the position. The only issue with that is, he, you know, when you look at the resumes of some of these other players, there's guys who are like a five-time all-pro eight Pro Bowls and all that, and they're not getting in. Or they have to wait a little bit. So I will be interested to see if he's a first ballot, only because four Super Bowls, how big his role was in those Super Bowls. I talked to Charlie Weiss yesterday, and obviously he was the offensive coordinator 
for the New England Patriots for those first three Super Bowls they won. And and he literally said, <clears throat> you know, we sh- we have him to thank for his clutch kicks, his accuracy throughout the season, but in particular in those big moments, you know, we always knew we could rely on him. When you put together a two-minute game plan, in the back of his mind, he, he was like, it was reassuring to know we knew what we, if we got into field goal range, he could deliver. And so when we had a clear objective at the beginning of the drive, it, it made it it made us feel a lot easier about, okay, if we get to the 30, if we get to the 35, we know he'll be able to make a kick to win it. And, and he's like, not many teams can say that about the kicker they have. So uh, I, I know he was really appreciative and just talking about his career and, and the type of brass balls that guy has when he'd walk out there and be able to make some of those big kicks. Now, from my understanding, there are four kickers in the Hall of Fame, right? You've got Morton Anderson, George yep. Blanda, Lou Groza. Isn't Lou Groza the guy that's like 6'8", 700 pounds or something like that? He's a big uh, dude, That's right? a bit of an exaggeration. Well, whatever. Uh, but yes, I believe Lou played uh, on, on the line as well as kicked. And I think he was one of those like straight-on... Uh, kick it with like the flat oh, yeah. front of his of his shoe type kicker. That's what I do. I would do that. I I don't I don't get the soccer kick. I don't I don't know how that's even possible. But uh, and there was a guy for the Rams. There was a kicker for the Rams years ago that kicked barefoot back yeah. in the the eighties or nineties. God, I forget his name. I feel what like that's kind of showing off, name? right? One hundred percent. And and and. Yeah, uh, was it Lansford? Is it Carney Lansford, or is that a, is that a baseball <laughs> that player? What's an Oakland A? Uh, Eddie, Eddie Garcia, Mike, Mike Lansford, Mike, Mike Lansford. Lansford. Yeah, he kicked, he had one. He had his cleat off. At no point was he worried about whether or not he was going to get stepped on. Like, how about, I, I how about Rich Carlos in Denver? Within the snow, he is. He was a barefoot kicker. Oh, that's right. Man, yeah, that, that is uh, pretty arrogant. That's a pretty arrogant move, like, to, to just walk out there. If you're a defender, Brady Quinn, tell me you aren't stepping on his feet, especially um, in the Yeah, court. Well, if there's, like, a block kick or miss kick or return or something, yeah, of course. Of course. Who, who, is, the, who is your favorite kicker of all time? Are you, you oh, gotta, Phil you Dawson. Phil right, Dawson, Phil. hands down. I mean, yeah. And that's not – I mean, like, Matt Prater I'm close with and all that. But when I came in as a rookie, like, Phil was a leader as a kicker, which is, like, odd because at no other point in my life in football did you look to a kicker to be a leader. Phil had this demeanor and way about him where he just – he was awesome to listen to, the way he talked to the team, the way he'd handle special teams meetings. I had a ton of respect for the way Phil conducted himself and was. Like, he was a true pro's pro. Um, and, and, again, like I said, you don't see that oftentimes with a kicker. With the way they handle themselves, so uh, definitely, that definitely, Phil. I mean, I did notice that uh, you know uh, Adam Vinatieri broke that news on the Pat McAfee show. I saw AJ Hawk was on that show as well, too. Of course, um, yeah, yeah, your brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wondering if he was ever going to uh, you know show up on our show at any point. Well, probably not. Probably Thank not. You. Yeah, that's good. No. What's his? I mean, he's busy. He's got he's got a family. You know, no, he's he got like that me. show he's working on and all he that. D- yeah. He doesn't like me. That's what the issue is. What's his? Problem no, it's not me? that. It's not right. that. It's not that. Right. I mean, yeah. if maybe every time we brought him on, you asked questions <laughs> that he you know asked not to talk about. Maybe I don't know. I, oh. Are we still live? Are we, are we on <laughs> Wait, there right now? I didn't know. Well, I didn't know there was stuff off limits with him. I thought that we could have some fun. Oh, right, right. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. listen, hey, you, you live and you learn. All right, I'm a growing broadcaster. What do you want from me? Tell, tell him to accept my apology. Not everything's growing. Uh, Yeah, tell me about it. 
<laughs> old, uh, you know, three thumbs over here. All right, tell me about it, pal. You don't, you don't know what it's like, the human light switch. Uh, all right, Brady I, I do, Quinn. I do not know what it's like. Yeah, I know. I trust you, me. I don't. Trust me, I do. Uh, the human light switch over here. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. In for Clay Travis. This is Outkick, the coverage here on FSR. Coming up next, uh, we, are, we do have an issue in the world of college football. It is an issue that will be concerning to many programs. We'll have that for you. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Brady Quinn, the transfer portal, which has become, uh, to a lot of people, a disaster. Uh, Even Gina Oriema, the head coach of the UConn women's basketball team, says it's a mess, um, says it's been a a complete disaster all the way through. Uh, Now we are hearing stories about potential tampering in college football. How are they going to go through with this? Um, was Was it Brew McCoy who transferred three times before he finally decided to go back to USC, or did he just stay at Texas? I I really don't know. It was like a ping pong ball. I think he was there, that he was, and he was back and forth, and there was like a return and a backhand, and at some point he he might have stopped in Tucson between (laughs) Southern California and Austin. I'm not really sure. You know, maybe I'll just play New Mexico. You know, while I'm here, uh, you know, Albuquerque seems nice. Yeah, let's do it. The mountains are red. Why not? Let's get after it. Um, what is so you're obviously you cover college football for the uh, big noon kickoff for Fox. You you talk to these coaches. You're around this this stuff. This is to me to Gino Oriamas' point. This is going to take on a, a life of its own and going to be a real issue if it's not already. So so this is what the issue is, and then there's been some articles that have come out recently discussing some of the the I get maybe unforeseen. Uh, circumstances or issues that arise. So the NCAA has now deemed players eligible to transfer once without being penalized. So previously, if you don't know the rule, if you were a college athlete and you wanted to transfer from, from a D1 school to another D1 school, you had to sit out a year unless you had some sort of waiver claiming that you know there could have been you know some sort of issue with the school, with um, you know, a student at the school, something kind of could, could have happened. And then you can apply for immediate eligibility through the NCAA. And, and that started to get a little bit uh, corrupt or, you know, people, there started to be attorneys who could help these top line quarterbacks essentially transfer and get immediate eligibility right away to skirt this rule. Uh, otherwise, you would have had to been a graduate transfer or sit out a year unless you were coming from like a D2 to a Division One. So now everyone gets to transfer once. Everyone. And, and it's becoming an issue because here's what's happening. If you're a group of five schools, so let's say the MAC. I'm from Ohio. A lot, of, a lot of MAC schools in Ohio. And I am you know, Miami of Ohio University. And I've got a player now. Like I've got a guy who's a studies all-conference. Uh, he contributes as a freshman, right? He's now looking to jump somewhere else. He's, you know, Ohio State's calling him or, you know, Michigan or or Penn State. Like, all these other bigger schools essentially are still recruiting him. Even though he wasn't recruited out of high school, 
they're now recruiting, you know, trying to essentially pluck him because he can transfer, come in, and contribute right away. So it's, it allows coaching staffs, even though it's a bit more of a headache because you've got to worry about continuing to recruit guys on your own roster, it allows them to maybe miss on some guys who come in because if they don't pan out, they can just dip into you know, talking to other kids or trying to recruit other kids on other teams to come to their program. Now, clearly the issue with this is it's tampering. Oh, you know, it, there's, there's, it's not, there's not much integrity for, for a coaching staff who will be plucking guys off other teams' rosters, right? Like it's a little unfair, uh, especially when it's a bigger school, an Alabama, a Georgia, an Ohio State versus these smaller schools. But the NCAA is allowing this, and I think depending on you know, how you view it, you should allow the players the ability to continue to rise and succeed and take whatever opportunity is out there for them. But the problem becomes, and much like we've seen with professional sports, you, know, you can't in the NFL talk to another player who's under contract with another team, but you're seeing that. And, and coaches will go around, they'll, they'll get around it by talking to their high school coaches, by talking to players who are on their team that went to high school with that player, because all those things are legal. They, they can't have direct contact with a player, but they can use other sources and other, other avenues of getting there. So it's become an issue because now you have all these coaches who are concerned about the fact that, you know, you got coaches that recruited these kids in high school that are still recruiting them throughout college. And, and, it, and it's become a bit of a mess. The problem is I don't know how you solve this issue when you allow these kids to put their name in a transfer portal, and yet four weeks prior to that, they're already talking to teams. You know, once their name's in the portal, they're gone. So that, that's, that's the hard thing is I don't know how you go about stopping this, given them that they've put in this rule and they're allowing these players one, you know, a one-time chance to go ahead and transfer. You kind of open up the floodgates. Oh, don't you miss the good old days when, like, Barry Switzer, uh, the former uh, Oklahoma coach, uh, who admitted that he went through a rec- he went to a recruit's house to try and recruit a player and then went through the trash cans outside to see what kind of beer his dad drank. And then when he asked him about favorite beers, he said the beer of the uh, uh, that he saw in the trash cans. And that's what sold his dad on wanting his son to go to Oklahoma. Like, don't you miss those tales like back in the day? where it was just that simple. Now you've got all of this other, you know, transfer portal and you can find, uh, you know, uh, is, well, name keep, image and likeliness too, which now like, it makes you wonder, you know, for a player who excelled somewhere else, you know, are they going to maybe lure him with, you know, marketing money um, that they can provide him uh, to get him to sign there? They're not supposed to, but wink, wink, nod, nod. We've got a car deal for you here in our local Tuscaloosa town. I mean, there, there's... <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't really stop. So we've come to a point where we're doing everything but calling it a form of professional football in college football. Yeah. And, and there will be major change, I think, in my mind in the next five years with all of this. Well, and, and also there's going to be, uh, and, and to Gino Oriema's point on, in one of the articles I saw, he said, look, you've got some kids who know right away where they're going to go, and it's great for them because they're worthy of it. And then you got other kids who just, like they're just going from place to place thinking they're going to get opportunities, and they don't really have a plan. Right. And he said that, that that's that's one of the other issues with this. Uh, it's a disaster. That's, that's where you hope the parents are still involved too, you know, helping yeah. them out. Um, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. Outkick the coverage. More out of the NFL next year on FSR.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 